Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Singapore focused on sharing convert experiences and lessons to benefit both born Muslims and converts alike. If you have anyone in your life trying to find their path back in Islam, do share our podcast with them and have a discussion about the stories told by our fellow brothers and sisters. Do follow us on Spotify and send your feedback via our Instagram page at Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to a new episode of Convert Central. Uh, so, actually, uh, I'm joined by my uh, co-host today, Mira. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And today we'll be interviewing Sister Ashanina once again. And we'll be talking about her Ramadan. Yeah. So, actually, the previous episode, we took a lot of time to talk about her common story because you spent so many lessons. So, we decided to split uh, her, our, our Ramadan uh, you know, discussion to an, another episode so that we, we can cover more content and also uh, we, we also want to cover you know, as much uh, lessons as possible as well. So, uh, let's, let's move on to Ramadan, right? Um, uh, why not you tell us about how your first Ramadan was? So, you told, you told me that you converted, you took your Shahada in 2010, yeah? But you actually formally had uh, experience of fasting, it actually is the thing that brought you to Islam. So, I, I, I'm, I'm getting yeah. that you have a special relationship with fasting. So, uh, why not maybe just share with us the very first time you fasted and how you felt, whether or not at that point of time you were Muslim or not? Oh, uh, the very first time I tried uh um to actually wanted to compare the fast of Christianity and Muslim fast. Yeah, I just go ahead because like since I already tried the, the Christianity fast. So for me maybe it's uh it will be like better if I try the Muslim fast as well because since I'm still looking for it. So I decided to uh like I mentioned I decided to um go go for it and start to ask my friend and but I got a pusher and there. But so at it, uh, in the end I actually continued to fast uh without without my friend's guidance. Yeah from from what I had um uh, studied before. So so I just go ahead with the with the um fasting. Everything was uh kind of good. It's not that hot. It's a very cooling and it's a like very happy kind of um experience. It's, it's just that after Maghrib time, everything, everything like actually um come in to the same, uh, like force on the same, uh, yeah, force on the directly on the same place, so so yeah, it is a good, it's a good start that actually how how, um, Ramadan has been taught me, like I I sh- I started fasting a Christianity way, then um I got the sign during Ramadan as, as well, so. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, alhamdulillah. Hmm. Alhamdulillah. And um, you said you told me just now. You said you felt happy uh, when you were fasting. Why? Why is that so? Uh, maybe because I experience goodness that I actually found the religion in the holy month. At the same time, I also converted in the holy month. After two years, so yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah, that's it. I see, I see. I, 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 when, when we all fast, I guess all of us here, we, I, we, we, cho- we all three fasted today, right? Uh, when we fast, I think like we feel a couple of things. I feel more focused, and I think like when, whenever I'm hungry, I get hungry pretty easily. I, I don't know why, <laughs> but like after I eat my sahur, then like, 
one hour later, I'm hungry. Mm. So like, throughout the day, I, 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 I get more and more hungry. And sometimes like, it reminds me of Allah. Like, at least I, mm. I feel happy that, that I am hungry sometimes. So, uh, that is that. Uh, but what about your first uh, fast as a Muslim? After you've, you've taken a shahada, then that would be more of a, you have to fast in the month of Ramadan yeah. right? and for the entire month. Did you fast for the entire month? Alhamdulillah, I first two, uh, I, think, I think first two or three years, I actually fast throughout the whole month of Ramadan. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. But the only thing that it was challenging was because it was, it was super scorching hot. Yeah, so, so, Recently, I actually learned learn about um Arabic that Ramadan is actually means the the hottest hottest year of is the hottest season of the year. That's why it's like called Ramadan. It's a like scorching hot kind of thing. So so okay, yeah. That, that's why I'm like feeling super hot because in this period of Ramadan is the super super scorching hot month mm. whereby whereby everyone has is tested, but. It's a good test that Allah has locked all the shaitans, and, and yeah, I think you, I mean it's I mean it's true that uh, you will feel kind of peace and tran- tranquil during this this uh, holy month of Ramadan. Yeah. Um, what 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 were the you know challenges when you first started to fast? Like for myself, I can say that. Uh, I I had difficulty waking up for sahur mm. because when I first started fasting, I haven't uh, started to get to to pray subuh yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, waking up at five was quite a big challenge for me lah. So I would sometimes just eat, then I sleep, then I wouldn't wake up for sahur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also um, I I think for me having somewhere to iftar as as a as a Muslim, the first mm-hmm. Ramadan was difficult. Do you feel the same challenges or your challenges different? I also feel, felt the same cha- challenges, but I find it very difficult to wake up early in the morning to eat. So what I do was like I would either either not sleep and wait for saho or maybe take a nap. But knowing myself, I think I'm a very heavy sleeper, so I will choose not to sleep. Uh, but I think yeah, gradually recently I actually start to wake up to eat saho and all. Uh, which uh, if that which is like definitely when 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 there are times where I'm super tired, I will definitely choose sleep over saho. So what I will do, I will eat it like before I sleep, and I intend that I'm going to eat saho. Then after that, I will have more time to sleep. But it's it's not very a good way la. But but yeah, I think yeah that that's what I will do la Previously, mm. yeah. Let's see. What was it? Was it tough? Like the first few uh times. First two time waking up is tough, yes, but uh subsequently it's okay. Yeah. Do you find comfort in a lot of narrations telling you that like, uh, sahur meal is a very very blessed meal? Like I uh, I feel sometimes you know uh we we tend to not find out the reason why we have sahur. Uh, mm. I think I think reason also Islam is moderation, right? So there was a narration where three men came to the Prophet and three men said, okay, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to spend my entire night in prayer. And then another person said, uh, oh, I, th- I think if I'm not wrong, that he's going to fast for the, 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 his whole life, you know? And the, I think last person said that he, he will marry no one. For his whole mm. life, lah, yeah, yeah. just so that yeah. they could uh serve Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Then the Prophet yeah. said, "I'm mm. I'm doing neither of you three, but yet I'm still the best of you." So mm. it, it emphasizes a lot of moderation. So I I guess like sahur and also not extending your fast is is really uh where 
the place where you understand, okay, there's a time for fast, but subsequently yeah. you need to give your body back its rights. But mm. and it is even more emphasized by narrations like, um, the upon the person who is fasting, Allah and his and his and his angels will send blessings upon the person who is having sahur. You know, just the act of sahur mm. even, and not even towards fasting yet, you already get uh that kind of reward. So I think like for me, a lot of times like, I I really like oh I don't want to wake up. But then I just if I just I just think about okay like if I can just pick up and eat some biscuits right then uh I will have yeah. that kind of like baraka did, did it bring comfort yeah. to you? Yeah, it does. I I mean even though I some I mean at times I'll be super lazy to even want to chew anything. I will just put water by my side and drink, and and that that's it. Like uh, I'm like alhamdulillah I'm able like to sustain throughout the whole whole day. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a good thing. Hmm. I guess consistency is key, lah. Right? I guess like yeah, you just correct, wake up every day, correct. just to drink a cup of water, would would be good enough, ah, uh, just to yeah. you know get get the get the blessings of of how it is. Mm. Yes, yes, definitely. Mm. So like from from then on, uh, that was like the first few years. Uh, what what about Ramadan now? Ha- has anything changed from your first year from from your first year in Ramadan as a Muslim towards right now? I guess a big part would be your family, right? Like, did they react to it abnormally from the start? And right now, how are their reactions towards it? Uh, uh I mean, I think it's maybe my grandmother. Uh, she's like still, 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 still quite similar. She will be very scared that I will be hungry. Then she will normally ask me, uh, "Have you eaten?" Then I say, "Uh." I already eat early in the morning. Say, oh yeah, you got fa- you are fasting, right? I say, yeah, 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 I'm fasting. Then, 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 then after that, she she will she will say, oh, even even water you cannot drink, is it? And I say, yeah, yeah, cannot, cannot. Later seven o'clock then can drink. So then, uh, my late grandmother, my late great grandmother used to used to used to like because she she had a dementia. So so before mm. she passed on, she will be the one. Who will always like ask me? You eat already or not? Uh, if you, uh, she, 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 she'll be like speaking in Hokkien, and ask me, you eat already or not? If you don't eat, you will, later you stomach pain how? Then after that, oh, I eat already, I eat already. So so it's like wow, like it's a like very like heartwarming kind of thing. Bye bye. Yeah, no, nobody asks you or oh, you eat already or not. But but I mean in in your heart, you know that you you cannot eat because you are fasting. Yeah. So so it's very good whereby family members actually like supports you even though they know that you're fasting and and they would like ask you or uh um like like recently I actually went back um my grandma house to actually um uh, get something and also to see them or maybe to wish them happy Mother's Day so so mm-hmm. I my my grandmother actually like uh asked me if I have eaten. I say I am. Then after that she she suddenly remember that I, I was I am fasting. So I say uh later later what you want to you wanna eat or uh, you wanna eat uh home food or not? Then after that I was like uh no lah never mind later uh, I I will I will eat later I will eat later. Then then like towards like Azan right because because uh I don't really open to the radio radio station wana or or whatever but but there's a one live uh a live uh azan nearby my house whereby whereby it's the it's the masjid sultan so so i was like i was yeah so i was like oh okay okay time to breakfast then i was like busy busy looking for water then my i asked my mother uh, uh water 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 i said water no water like you want you want tea then then it's like 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 they were like even though they are like non-Muslim, they were like 
you can start you they will like serve you then bye bye yeah it's very 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 heartwarming yeah i think for converts it's, it's quite a special experience right because like your family they don't know like what is fasting or when to fast or what you're doing your fasting right my grandma yeah. does the same Correct. so like, i'll be in my room Mm. Uh, like sitting out down on my mm. prayer mat at 6.50ish but she knows I break fast my grandma knows I break fast at about 7 but she doesn't know the exact timing right so mm. every day at 7 she'll come mm. here and say do you need food already do you need food already do you need food already <laughs> yeah, then I'll ask, every, every day is yeah. a battle between like should I like makan my, my, my main course first or should I pray my maghrib first then every time my grandma comes in okay mm-hmm. la, let's just eat my food first uh. <laughs> so, so it's, it's quite uh, like, it's, uh, I think like like what you say when your family support is with you like even though they are not fasting with you mm. if they acknowledge the fact that you are fasting and they try to show their support right it actually goes a very long way you know like mm. I, every day I, I, my, my grandma yeah. would, would know that I'm fasting and she would say okay today I'm cooking this for dinner so I will, I will know okay lah she, she knows I'm fasting she knows that uh, you know she will come in about 7 o'clock to ask me what I'm gonna eat again tonight right so it, it feels very good mm. but I, I think like this is my second or, or uh, second official but third year uh, in, uh, unofficially fasting uh the first year was tough uh, because uh, they weren't in really introduced to Islam yet and they don't really know if I'm fasting or not because I'm a new Muslim. So the first year, I found it extremely hard to even relate my fast to anyone. Uh, my, I remember my very first iftar was just a normal family dinner. So I, I've, I've, I'm not the one to fast in my life. I think that the first day I fasted as a Muslim was the first day I fasted in my life. So... Uh, Having an iftar like that was was quite important to me lah because it showed that I could do it lah. Uh, but subsequently, uh, when I had dinner with them, you know, we were just talking about normal stuff, like not not about how you're fasting, how tough was it, you know, my stomach was grumbling all day, but uh, they they were just having normal dinner. So I, I guess like it really, alhamdulillah, for the past few years it, it's changed a lot for me and and I'm very thankful for it lah. It goes a long way for for converts. Sometimes we have to explain to our family what is fasting, what we do when we're fasting. Then like compared to other yeah. religions, they fast. The Christians fast. Sometimes they just cannot eat meat, or the Catholics. I'm not really sure. Mm. They, they they can't eat meat. Or yeah. sometimes they abstain from fish, but everything else they can eat. So mm. like they, sometimes they yeah. don't understand uh, where where how we fast or, or or what we are abstaining from. It's interesting to explain to them also, yeah. you know. And uh, mm. I think that's a space that we we have to navigate eventually to get them to you know uh, reach understanding or even you know uh show their support as 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 their, as family members are uh, especially during this time. Yeah. 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 True. 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 Were there any other struggles that you faced during Ramadan besides um, the mm. usual, you know? Um, there, maybe there is, uh, maybe there's, um, uh, I mean, maybe there's a few incidents whereby I was like super, super, uh, super, super thirsty, but I couldn't mm-hmm. drink. Or maybe I had my challenges uh, with my grandmother through Ramadan. Whereby she mm. will pretend to cook nice food, talk, but I can't eat. So she will like, like, uh, purposely to put it in front of me to ask me to eat. So I will, I will definitely, uh, I will, I will, I will say, oh, later I will eat, I will, I will eat. But after that, then she start to, and she start to flip already. Then, then I mm-hmm. say, oh, no, la, later I will eat. Don't worry, I will eat later. Because back then she doesn't know. So, so I say, oh, I will like just like, uh, just, uh, in a way, tell her that oh, I will eat later. I will eat later. Then you and there are also like a uh, that situation whereby I would pretend to put the food inside my mouth. Uh, pretend to chew and swallow. But after she left, I would just spit it out. 
And I, I mean, like, because as like new, new converts, like sometimes you don't really remember that you are fasting. Then you are accidentally drink, drink something. Mm. Then I was like, oh shit, I'm fasting. Those kind of those kind of <laughs> situation. Yeah. So so it, it actually like happened to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they are they are like also whereby I mean ex- especially when because uh I think I also did share that I actually went to Uma before. Uh like mm-hmm. one year after I mean, yeah, one year after I actually converted. So so it, I went to Uma Hamila. Like it was because I went there one year after I converted, Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. uh, it was um, not so challenging or it's not so challenging about the fasting, but it's about um, finding a toilet there. The finding toilet there is super, super, super difficult. And and I mean, normally the Ustad will ask us to bring a spray to spray uh, to, for us to take kudu and all. But mm. the thing is like, the thing is like, the, mo- the, the moment where you like, urgently need to go toilet you like really 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 need to go toilet it's like you have to walk a very very long way to, to find a toilet so i was like oh my god where on love is a toilet <laughs> so i was like trying to okay okay let's go and find toilet okay yeah then then at the same time also maybe 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 the food there i mean as chinese muslim we we Actually, our comfort comfort food is actually maybe soupy stuff or maybe uh, noodles mm. or whatever thing. So, so they are, the food that Alhamdulillah that they, they prepared was like Malay, Malay, Malay kind of food. So for me, maybe not so uh, get used to it, but I will still eat. La. So I still eat. So, so yeah, Alhamdulillah, it's good. The, throughout the whole Ramadan, like especially when you're in Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, because Allah, Allah, Allah houses Allah, Allah is there like right above Kaaba. So like whatever you ask for or you pray for, it will be granted. So it is one of the best memories in Ramadan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Wow, Mr. Oh. Uh, Alhamdulillah, it's, it's like, it's like, um, it's, it is long, but like it's as if you don't see anything. Yeah. Mm. It, it's like you want to be in that positions. You want to be there. You are. You want to be there so much that you don't really feel that the imam is actually praying like twenty rakat or I don't know how many rakat. So yeah, so it's very good. What was was yeah. it your first time praying Tarawi when you were there? Since it was one year after you took a shahada, right? No, no, it, it wasn't because. Because uh, I think I also did share in um, Convert's uh, uh, program, the lead program, whereby um, there are these uh, like Machi who like trying to stop me from praying Tarawih because I'm not a Muslim. So she's like, oh, you're not Muslim. Uh, you cannot pray, you know. You cannot pray Tarawih because it's only for Muslim. So I was like, to me, I felt that it doesn't make sense. Plus, why are you judging me? You are not even God. If God built me to pray Tarawih, who are you to like judge me to not to pray Tarawih? So to me, I I doesn't make sense to me. And but but the thing is, I just continue to pray it, even though even though the auntie say that I I cannot pray. Yeah, so I just continue to pray because I know that Allah is listening. He knows my situation and all. So yeah, I just continue to pray. So it re- not really it wasn't really my first uh, first time praying Tarawih. 
I, I think yeah. I think Ustad was talking yeah. during our 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 class, right? It's called convert sleep program about yeah. uh, situations correct, where correct. as a convert, you know, you 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 yeah, you, you, are, you are told by born Muslims that they know better because they are born Muslims, right? And our opinion shouldn't be mm. taken because we are yeah, converts. Yeah, yeah, correct. So correct. yeah, that's that's quite interesting situation correct. you share, like. Uh, my personal experience that I also shared mm. in the class was also about about circumcision, yeah, yeah. Like, You know, they say I cannot pray in the first half if mm, I mm. am not circumcised, and also uh, correct, that correct. I I I yeah, and, and I need to. It's wajib for me to be circumcised if not it's haram so and and mm. actually, actually tying in to, to to your point as a convert right then you you have to face a lot of challenges mm. it's really like some people like people can just pull a lot of tricks you know like it's just you don't know what happens yeah. You know, yeah. like you didn't hear exactly, before exactly. like yeah you don't hear you didn't hear before then some, somehow the the auntie uncle suddenly oh you cannot do this not do that if not uh, it's haram <laughs> whatever yeah yeah and and also the first few years when our family members do not know that we are Muslims, then they also can push quite funny funny things, right? Like uh, giving you food to eat and stuff. So I I think like that's that's a very 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 valid like challenge that we all go through. Is this is when as a convert, right? Then you have to understand something that is called fadu ain, which is knowledge which is compulsory for us to seek. So especially during the month of Ramadan, there is 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 ibadah that is compulsory for us to perform. So hence, uh, a, a act of worship that is compulsory compulsory to perform. The knowledge needed for you to perform it properly is in in that sense is also compulsory. So hence, uh, you must know. Okay, will it invalidate my fast if, for the sake of my family, I put food in my mouth, but I don't swallow, and later they see me eating it, I will spit out. Does that affect my fast? Uh, we have to find out. So short answer is, uh, I I'm not I'm no scholar. Yeah, but we are not we are no scholar. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, perhaps yeah, perhaps there are some other opinions right. We have to go and uh, consult a teacher that whom we trust and we know. But short answer is no. And uh, what what about other things like if I go to get injection, will I break my fast? Cause it's inserting something in my body, right? And, and things. So you have to hold your own. And in 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 your situation will be, am I is is someone allowed to pray taraweh? You know, as as a non. Muslim coming into Islam, you want to learn about Islam. Your experience is that you've been asked by people to not uh, pray Taraweeh as a non-Muslim. Can I pray Taraweeh as a non-Muslim? I'm not sure. Actually, I have not sure. I've I have not encountered that. So, so inshallah, if we are able to get an answer from our teachers, we will revert. But of of course, for for Muslims right now, all of us here. Do not go to somewhere in the mosque and say do not pray taraweh because firstly you wouldn't know if they are bo- if they are born Muslim or uh, Muslim or non-Muslim. Perhaps they have taken their shahada with their lot privately. Is it is permissible and you might not have known. And per- perhaps perhaps they, they are Muslims but they just don't look like they are Muslims. But Muslims trying to come back to the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So firstly, do not judge. If someone wants to pray taraweh in the masjid, Alhamdulillah, Allah has made it permissible for them to do so. Let them pray. You know, and and of course, you know, then it comes to the convert. Then when someone tells you you have to be circumcised, then you have to know whether it is true or not, lah. Go to your teachers and ask: Is it really uh wajib to do so, or if you are not, are your prayers validated or not? So this actually, yeah, it's a very very valid uh, challenge that converts face in Ramadan. Cause so so many ibadah, right? And then people come in with different opinions, like oh, you do this, you do that. Uh, and and yeah, lah, it's 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 really quite important for for converts to do so. Yeah, I think not. Now that you say about it, actually, I still don't know whether if if like non-Muslim are able to do tarawih. But to me, is my mind is Allah is the, my 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 goal, mm. so I just do it. 
yeah so maybe I should like go and try yeah actually this yeah. is a good time to Thanks. introduce something that we are planning to yeah. do uh, I think correct, perhaps correct. in the coming week or next week we inshallah we'll, we'll be having a Q&A session with uh, uh, Ustaz from uh, Darul Akam talking about the FAQs for uh, converts mm. uh, in the month of Ramadan so if you guys are interested mm. stay tuned to our Instagram channel as well I think this is also a good reflection point for those who are also uh, sorry to interrupt you Philip, but I think it's also a very good reflection point for born Muslims as well because um, you know, I, it's, it's my first time hearing that, uh, you know, you guys as converts actually go through these kind of struggles and it didn't occur to me that, oh, you know, there could be people out there who actually judge people and be like, oh, you can't do this because of this. But ultimately, mm. there, no one should really judge you besides Allah, right? Because mm. mm. who, who are you to say that a person uh, shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that because your their intention lies between them and God. So, mm. you know, I think it's really important for us, for Muslims as well, to learn that you know, when it comes to these sort of things, you shouldn't you shouldn't be pushing people away because if if let's say more born Muslims were to do this such 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 acts towards converts, I think a lot of converts will actually be scared and hesitant to actually uh, be part of the Muslim community because they'll be like, oh, maybe people won't want to accept us and stuff. So you know, I think acceptance is really key, and never never ever turn away any brother or sister, no matter how strong or weak their faith may seem because everyone is in this together perhaps yeah. perhaps we're, we're not even we're, we're, perhaps we're not even praying Tarawih with the intention of praying Tarawih when we're non-Muslims perhaps we're just praying Tarawih with the intention of just you know whatever we're doing it looks like the Muslims are doing this we want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whom yeah. we internally submitted to we just want to do that you know right. uh, it, right. it, then, then in that mm. case it's not it's not haram to do that it's definitely permissible for someone to just you know if this if what they're doing is pleasing Allah I just want to follow them you know it's in no way not permissible mm. for mm. me to do so right so Exactly, you know, the, the, the points you, you both of you mentioned, super, super valid to both converts and, and both Muslims, both uh, both sides to learn on. Very yeah. interesting dynamics, I guess, will be more applicable also next year and also during Shawal. Uh, next year, Ramadan and also like this Shawal where everyone comes together, shares their mm-hmm. Ramadan experience. But perhaps there'll be someone who is sharing an experience whom you don't agree with, uh, you know, at the start. But maybe think like... Uh, Perhaps uh, it is better for us to take it privately or for, perhaps it's better for us to keep silent about what, what is going on if, uh, you know, this is really a, pers- uh, a, a issue of uh, subjectiveness, right? So, okay, yeah. Let, let's fast forward to like this year. Uh, prior to Ramadan this year, do you actually like, what is your Ramadan routine? Uh, my Ramadan routine will be eating. Uh, because like previously, I don't really complete my taraweeh. I will know that I, I because I know that taraweeh is a sunnah but it's a highly highly recommended uh, ibadah to do during Ramadan. Yeah. But this year I think uh, I decided to fulfill my taraweeh duties because I want to make it some make, I will make it a change whereby I do taraweeh even because of the pandemic thing. So I want I mean I mean to me uh, you don't have to go out. You just you just need to stay at home and and like just pray. So it's not really a bad thing. So so for me, I think I I make it to the point that I have to com- complete my like uh my tarawi, my retail and all. Yeah. So so yeah. So so alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I have been doing it except for certain days whereby I cannot fast so I, I didn't do my tarawih 
yeah, but uh, through, throughout the throughout those days that whereby I can I can I can fast, I can do tarawih, I will make sure I complete it before I sleep. And also at the same time, I am trying to come back to reading uh, or memorizing Quran. Yeah. Because mm. uh actually I, I used to teach Ikra, but because yeah. of certain reason, um like that uh, allows me to have trauma then I didn't really, I, I start to like feeling inferior that I'm not, uh, I, I'm not ready to like teach or something like that. So, so yeah, so for me, I think, so, so I've been like attend, attending Ikra class many, many times, but uh, now like, I'm like also like stuck with Tajwit, but actually, I actually know the Tajwit, but I want to relearn so that I'm, I'm able to perfect my reading. Yeah, so, so now I think, Alhamdulillah, I think, inshallah, I will be able to recite it. Yeah. I see, I see. That, 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 that's good, yeah. that's good. And uh, are there uh, normally like friends that you hang out with uh, during one Ramadan, you breakfast together and uh, you tarry together, that, that, you know, uh, a specific mm, group of friends? That, that are, that are, that are, but yeah, that, that are, but this, uh, but this year we can't, but but yeah, but there are like specific people whereby I will be uh, be, I, will, I will be like catching up with them and we will have our breakfast mm-hmm. together. Yeah. You know, every yeah. Ramadan has been memorable for you. Is there, um, is there anything memorable about this year's Ramadan after going through about two weeks and more? Mm, uh, but I think one of the days whereby I will miss the most was, uh, I, I mean, I mean to me, during the days whereby I, I mean, I mean, you know, the last few holy nights whereby, uh, the mm. the the nights are very like sacred. Yeah. I will actually just um pack my bags and go to the mosque by myself, even if mm. there are nobody. So like this year, I will, I think I will miss that 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 part where the intimacy with Allah kind of thing, whereby I will go to the mosque, uh, and actually uh, um do kiamulai myself. Yeah, I think yeah that that would be the thing that I will miss lah. I see, I see. Well, actually, once uh, we we've been looking backwards so much, and we just think about Tarawih and 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 uh, fasting. That we actually don't realize that um one of the ways most play a big big part in Ramadan is actually uh, the Kiam prayers ah. So yeah. actually, moving for your we will definitely feel the loss of 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 not being able to be in the mas masjid lah. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I think some of my friends have been doing this thing where they create a mini mosque at home. So mm. they 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 put all the the books uh on a, on a small shelf and maybe a Quran reading uh table, and then they mm-hmm. they lay out the mats for the full day or two mats so that they have this like uh you know carpet experience. So uh it, it's it's quite it's quite uh. Interesting lah. Like the, if you build a mini mosque, then perhaps, uh, you you feel like the experience is not really lost, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess this is one of the ways to manage it. But it's it's really a a a a big loss, uh, in my in my opinion. How how do you feel yeah. about that, or how do you go about go about managing it? Mm, to me, I just do my best, and and I guess that Allah will knows that uh we try to strive whatever we can. Yeah. So. So yeah, so uh, I mean, just go ahead with whatever that you are doing, even though the malls are not open. Just um continue to to 
work hard and continue to pray uh, more oftenly and not stop. Yeah. 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 Mm, no, but I think like we can all relate to this. It's really, you know, as much as we try to see the blessings, there are some losses, but Alhamdulillah, we can still, you know, like as you mentioned, we can still treat our own houses like a yeah. And, and I think, really yeah, and I think the most important is that Alhamdulillah, we are able to experience Ramadan again, whereby the the mm. others are not able to because uh they they have returned back to Allah. Yeah, so I think mm. it's another blessing. I mean, it's also a blessing for us that we are able to experience Ramadan again. By our, inshallah, all our sins will be forgiven, inshallah. Mm, inshallah, inshallah. And uh, I, I guess one of the, you're, you're right, like, you talk about experiencing Ramadan again. It's a, it's a, it's a true blessing. The, uh, one of the narrations about the companions that was mentioned actually was that uh, in the six months that would pass after Ramadan, the companions would spend the next six months celebrating the arrival of Ramadan and that, that they, they had a... Uh, you know, come to Ramadan. Then the next six months will be them, you know, grieving the loss of Ramadan and looking forward to the next Ramadan. So like that, that shows how like the the entire believers here is centered around Ramadan. So sometimes yeah. the true blessing is actually being in Ramadan itself. You know, the true blessing is being able to pray the Rawe itself because uh, it's only a prayer that can be prayed only in Ramadan. So outside of the year, you can't pray uh, the Rawe at all and. No, perhaps really this year's true, the true test is that if I wake up at 3 o'clock and I'm going to be praying beside my bed, you know, you know, sometimes the bed feels like a viable alternative instead of a takbir, right? Uh, you know, that's, 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 that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, you know, some, but that's when, you know, the true test comes where you, you, you are uh, not bound, you're not bounded by anyone, you know. Sometimes in a brother praying beside you in the mosque, then you feel pressured, okay lah, you know, I have to pray also. You know, but then now at home, if you're going to sleep and you're going to miss like your two rakats of Vitir or one rakat of Vitir, then no one's going to keep you in a comfort, you know, as a comfort. And, and that's where your test is. You know, I guess this is really where the sincerity of certain believers show uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where, you know, those whom previously would just go through the mosque for for the sake of, you know, showing people that we're at the mosque during tahajud or, or, or posting on the Instagram stories, right? This year, they don't have the opportunity to do so. You know, and this yeah. year, everyone, who, whoever is praying tahajjud or not, only Allah knows. Only Allah yeah. would know who is at night, you know, uh, staying up, crying and praying 20 rakats on, 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 on the sajada. So, I, I think that's also one of two blessings of uh, uh, Circuit Breaker this year. So, if not, um, we, we'll, we'll end this segment on uh, Ramadan by asking you to give, you know, uh, just one advice to, to a convert who has just came into Islam and is facing Ramadan this year and doing circuit breaker. What if you had the chance to talk to one of them? I think you've had uh, a few opportunities to talk to some of them, in fact. Uh, you've told me beforehand that yeah. you're actually in contact with a few of these uh, converts who are, you know, yeah. uh, quite vulnerable at this, at this timing, you know. Mm. Uh, if you were to give one or few advice to them, what, what would you tell them as a new Muslim? Uh, if if they are a partner of a convert, uh, I will advise them to not to abandon them. I mean, Allah is mm. the best of planners. If you have a partner that you, um, they are learning about the religion at the same time, and you are born Muslim, I think it's it's okay to study with them and actually refresh your your Islamic knowledge about about Ramadan or about Islamic knowledge because at the end of the day Allah is the one that guide them 
but but by giving them support will it actually push them to wanting to understand and learning Islam more. Yeah, so so yeah, so continue to strive together. If uh if by the way of Allah that both of you want to uh strive towards marriage or what whatsoever, yeah. So yeah, be each other support. At the same time, remind each other of Allah that Allah is the best of planner. That yeah, He will always uh provide what's best for His uh believer mu'min. Yeah. Yes. I see. Okay, thank you so much. And uh, I'm gonna throw a question to my co-host, uh, Mira. Uh, if you are in, if you are talking to a person, uh, a born Muslim who you know, uh, knows of the, a few converts who are in need, what would you tell them? I would tell them to never forget your convert friends because it's very easy for us to you know be content with seeing our family at our dining table and being able to break uh break our fast with them, to rabble with them, but you know, oftentimes we may forget about our friends who actually don't have the same luxury. So, you know, just drop in a text saying, happy Easter, how was your prayer, how was your Torah, it will actually really, really impact your friends because you will never know how much your support really means to them, you know, especially since they may, even though, you know, you may have your family who alhamdulillah, they will provide you food, they will ask you, how are you throughout the day? It's, it's just not the same as someone who is in a fa- but in a, in a household where everyone is Muslim, you know, there's the camaraderie there. But I would say that's where, you know, we really have a part to play to make sure that our fellow uh, Muslim brothers and sisters who are converts feel the same love and support during this Ramadan that we are blessed to have from our home. Yeah, at the same time, also not to forget Allah, that even you are mm. feeling lonely, that Allah is always with you. Yeah, mm. he will always listen to you when you feel like crying or you're feeling lonely. I mean, definitely the two angels on your left and right will always be with you and always like, uh, remember Allah, do not forget Allah, that he always with you, um, that the angels that uh, Allah have sent you, even though you cannot see, and he will definitely replace you with a better, better people, better, better doors of opportunities and provide you the best that you can that he has planned for you so never give up hope in Allah always yeah hmm. I, I think also uh, we talk to Allah is um, we, we talk to Allah and also we find out uh, the times where prayers are very readily accepted mm. so in Ramadan we are we have a few very golden opportunities yeah. I think one yeah. is before we fast right, right before we fast and one is before we break fast mm. so mm. you know in whatever need that you that, that you are in that you need right just, 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 just talk to Allah. You know, mm. uh, last year's Ramadan was when I really needed a lot of company because uh, I was, I think I had this like internal fear that I didn't know know how to stand my shawal after Ramadan because everyone will be going on, yeah, hari raya, right? Then I will be alone. Mm. And I think that's one of the bigger fears of a convert, mm. But then, I, I didn't make that dua actually. I just like. To Ya Allah, any uh, affairs that I have, please ease it for me. So in the course of Ramadan, you know, he got he got me to meet so many friends that after that I was able to spend my entire Shawal occupied with, you know, Hari Raya visiting. So like don't underestimate the power of a doa. You know, especially when you're a convert, especially when you're alone, especially when you're still striving. Allah will never ever, you know, disregard someone like that. Especially of these three qualities. Alone but still doing what you're supposed to do and still striving for the sake of Allah. 
that is when really truly your doas are the most powerful yeah yeah so alhamdulillah thank you so much for both of your insights and then and experiences uh I, we we uh, let's let's make a collective doa for the converts who are listening to to our podcast today uh we we pray that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease their affairs we pray that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them beneficial knowledge for them to you know purify their fast and 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 upgrade their fasts to a high level we we pray that uh their deeds reach allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allah grant uh, all of us sincerity in our in our ibadah we we pray that uh the the affairs of their families members are eased and 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 with their fast we have an excellent fast and excellent conduct in the month of ramadan they are able to bring their family members into the fold of islam and uh, lastly we we also pray that uh in 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 uh, the month of ramadan every pang of hunger reminds them of allah every feeling of thirst they have reminds them of allah and every single moment that when in this fast they will know that it is rewarded and they that they are not alone that they are always surrounded by the rahmah of allah by his angels and by the dua of all who care about about them you know so i mean um, thank you so much for both of you for coming on to this show uh thank you so much mira for helping me co-host this and thank you so much sister shalina uh for for sharing your experience in ramadan and, and teaching us so many lessons once again uh yesterday and today so inshallah we will be um having another series with you uh about uh hijab inshallah in the month of shawal yeah so we, we we look forward to having you back on the show and uh really really truly was a blessing to have you on So let's end this uh, episode with uh, Tasbih Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa atubi ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal-Asr innal insana lafi khus illa ladhina amanu wa amilu salihati wa tawasa bilhaqi wa tawasa bisabr. Amin. Amin. Okay. Thank you so much uh, both of you. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.